Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our body, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can uplift the matriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. I'm Charlotte. Have you been seeing pink? Well, that's because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We learn more about the disease and dive deeper into the most well organization on the topic and some problems on how they market the cause and its impact on women. So are you aware of this? Are you aware of this thing they call Grace. breast Grace. cancer? We need to raise awareness. <laughs> that is the number one thing. I've never heard of it before. Well, shit. Have <laughs> Let me give you a bracelet. Or uh, let me uh, sell you a pink KFC bucket of fried chicken. Yum. Here you go. Now you know about cancer. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you... Um, I feel less aware of it this year, probably because I'm not anywhere around boobs. Well, I see. I just, I am. I do see those sometimes. Yeah. Less than normal, though, for sure. Yeah, it's true. Not seeing that many boobs nowadays. No. Or people. Or like I'm not really in like stores that much. Yeah. So maybe you forgot about it this year. The NFL, I guess, also has, I'm not watching football. Are they talking about it again this year? Oh, they, yeah, they were. Weren't They were pretty big into they, that, weren't they? They had like maybe pink socks. jerseys. They painted the fields. Wow. They were ready. Because uh, yeah. ladies love pink. We love it. And breast cancer, I feel like probably everybody, if you're listening to the show or you – I listened to somebody who was like, if you have mothers and daughters, and I'm just like, not this again. But Oh, like if you are if you have a mother, if you know a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But, I mean, I think we all probably know somebody who's dealt with uh, breast cancer. Yeah. It's it's one in eight um, American women will develop it in their lifetime. One in eight? One in eight. Isn't that crazy, man? Wow. And there's different, there's all sorts of different types of breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, I mean, it is important, obviously, that it's something that we know about, but I don't think the problem is that we don't Yeah, know I mean, it. I think everyone knows about it. Like, even in high school, dude, did you have those, like, you know, those uh, fucking, like, Lance Armstrong yeah. bracelets? And they uh, also yeah, the had, Lance like, Armstrong ones. they had, like, I, I Heart Boobies was, like, a popular <laughs> one. I also went to a pretty lesbian um, high, school, high school, so that's probably why I saw <laughs> a like, lot more. Boobs everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I, d I don't remember those specifically, but I definitely, I just feel like it had to have been in our middle school slash high school years when like the whole ribbon concept really mm -hmm. took wave and now there's just a fucking ribbon for everything. Yeah. But if it's pink, you know that it's for boobs. Boobs. But yeah, uh, there are a quarter million cases of breast cancer every year in the United States and it kills 40,000 people. Nothing in That's a lot, yeah. Comparison to uh, our Rona numbers at this mm, point, mm -hmm. but that's yeah, that's a significant amount of people, and we definitely, you know, obviously we would love to cure breast cancer and all forms of cancer. I feel. Yeah, I feel you're right on that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be an <laughs> ideal situation, um, but. Yeah, it's and it turns out like the the disparities in this are terrible too. Black women are forty two percent more likely to die from breast cancer than mm. white women. They're often diagnosed at later stages. 
Um, so, I mean, I think if anything, I actually, I wish that that's what this year's breast cancer mm. awareness month, like could focus on more specifically women of color. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mary J. Blige is out on the, you know, press circuit right now though, uh, trying to encourage people to get screened because she had an oh. aunt who passed away. Um, and so I watched some videos with her and, um, so it's really cool that she's out there doing that yeah, and, and educating people because she was saying like, you know, sometimes like obviously your breasts are like some, you know, they're personal. And so maybe there's not as much communication about like health concerns or thinking like, oh, I just don't want to know. And so, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like the thought of going for a cancer screening can be kind of intimidating. So she seemed like she was, um just trying to you know normalize, normalize it, it. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah so what you can do is get a mammogram obviously we all know what that is a squish squish your boob test squishing them now they have 3d mammograms though Ooh. this is what mary J taught me and they're a lot more Damn. accurate so yeah. especially for dense breasted right because that is a major factor in you can it can appear like you don't have cancer when you actually do because your uh, tissue is so dense that it just hides the cancer cells and everything looks white on the on the screen on the screen. But we don't have to get mammograms just yet. Not you and I. Yeah, no, I n I have not had one. So I you're forty and forty okay. to forty four. It's optional, and then they really recommend that you do it every year from forty five to fifty four. So mm. I guess those are like the big years. Was she talking about? Um, because you can also get a breast ultrasound or a magnetic re an MRI, breast MRI. Oh, no. So maybe that's what she was talking about when she said 3D. Maybe it's an MRI. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they what kind of technology they have going now. Um, but it seems like the main thing that you can do is check yourself for breast cancer. Yes. Um, because 8 and 10... Uh, people who are diagnosed detected themselves so oh shit which is interesting right when you like think about mammograms though like I mean chances are you're gonna find the problem and I mean the right. people that I know who have had breast cancer did notice a lump so yeah you know your body this month it's especially important to know every single month you should be checking checking yourself uh for breast cancer and the main things are the look and the feel of those of your boobs so you're gonna just look they said take your shirt off good stand from a mirror uh -huh. give them a good look turn Stare side to side okay say do i have any is anything different here um i look at my boobs pretty frequently in the mirror anyway yeah so i think i would notice yeah i think we as women we just kind of look at our ourselves a lot yeah I whether it's like in a good way or a bad way like whether think, it's judging your body or loving it and that's but that's just the looking part yeah so yeah. that's only half of the equation but they also recommend that you like put press your hands on your hips and kind of like stick your chest out like boop okay um Peacock and it. you're looking for changes indentations redness you can give your nipples a squeeze see if there's any discharge there oh yeah because um, I think a lot of times it will either be a dent in or like or a puckering or something like that mm -hmm. um, and then you should also do that with your arms raised above your head um, and then for the second portion for the feeling you can lay down put one arm behind your head and use three of your fingers in a circular motion just and go all around. Don't ever lose contact. Um, 
because you don't want to miss a spot and you want to get in your armpit area too because mm, it can go up there yeah so Are the lymph nodes up there yeah a lot of them right that's one of the bigger that's dangers the, right of yeah if breast cancer that's the bad breast cancer metastasizes yeah and yeah and it often goes into your lymph nodes um so but i read this one article about somebody who like involved their partner i do Mm. think that this is not a bad conversation to have with your partner somebody else who's having a lot of contact with your boobs they might notice something different before you did yeah definitely you know like Hey, hun, if you ever saw anything. Yeah, you sh- that's a good idea. You should let them know how to do like a proper little, little exam. little exam. Maybe you role play. play exactly. This is like every Make time I try to just have a massage and then it t- <laughs> turns sexy. I'm like, I just wanted a massage. <laughs> but yeah, so that's great. Um, and if you notice something weird, talk to your doctor about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely do a self-check first. Um and the CDC actually offers free or low-cost screenings um, it, through the National Breast and Cervical Cancer Early Detection Program. So you can go to their website and maybe get a free screening if you don't have insurance. So that's really important. Oh, that yeah, that is important. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I honestly, I think that like art, the disparities in breast cancer care, like all, of course, link back to every medical. Right, yeah. right. Not not being taken seriously. All the things we talked about, plus access to healthcare, mm-hmm. is a big thing. So that's good to know that there are resources that are out there. I think our local health department has resources for that too. Yeah, like, so they do the cervical cancer for sure. Yeah, so if you go to cdc.gov, you can click on your state, and it gives you a list of resources that you can go to. That's great. Yeah, um, you might be at risk for breast cancer. If you are older, a woman. If, yeah, and yes. you're aging, <laughs> men can also get right breast cancer. It's in 2017, only 460 men died from it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe yeah, if you have a male partner, you can maybe do a little check on them. Yeah, too. do yeah, one two one z Feel two z. Uh, you could have genetic mutations. I think we should talk learn more about this from somebody who knows what they're talking about. But these bracket the BRCA genes, um, which you can get tested for now. Uh, you could, oh, if you have early period, if your period started before you were 12 or you have late Ooh. menopause, that one really surprised Late menopause? Yeah, because I guess the longer your sex hormones are like pumping through you, mm-hmm. the more chance that you're going to get breast cancer. Whoa, weird. Yeah. Um, dense breasts, we talked about those. Personal and family history of breast or ovarian. Yeah. I mean, that's the big one, and that's mm-hmm. what the the ge- genetic testing is is like breaking through on now. I guess um, if you had radiation before you were thirty, or mm. if you took, I want to learn more about this. If you took DES, hold on while I try to say this, diethylsilbestrol, which was a medication given to women between nineteen forty and nineteen seventy one to prevent miscarriage, but causes whoa uh breast cancer also so you take it while you're pregnant i guess Mm. or you did back then they were giving them all kinds of crazy shit speed and my grandmother does not remember having her life my (laughs) she was coked up no actually my grandmother remembers like she she was saying something to me the other day she's like do you remember this i'm like no idea like you're 85 on 31 but uh no they like zonked her out like she doesn't remember having her babies like she was on so many drugs that they were like you know that's scary dude 
Yeah. And that's when they can fucking switch your baby out, and you you don't know. You never even know. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I told, did I ever tell you about those Puerto Rican babies that got stolen? Like, Mike's aunt's really into, like, genealogy, mm-hmm. and she ended up finding we someone always in had their that family. One, yeah. There were, like, a ton of babies stolen by U.S., um, like, military people, I want to say in the 1950s, um, and, like, adopted out to, like, U.S families from puerto rico and mm-hmm. then they just told the mothers that they died at birth holy shit what mm-hmm. did they do with these babies they gave them to people it was like black market babies oh because they just wanted a baby they're not doing yeah. like tests on them yeah they oh no yeah it was just like they adopt they put them like military tests them, or shit but the but they're fine i mean yeah that's crazy yeah it's crazy uh america but, but yeah and your birth control your birth control can raise your chances too Really? Yeah. Any type of birth control? Hormonal birth control. Yeah, makes sense. You're messing with your body, so. Yeah, and while you're, but the risk factors, I found like a a variety of statistics, but the risk factors seem to go down once you've been 10 years off of birth control. But Mm. I saw everywhere from like 7% to 30% higher chances. Okay. So hormone, oh, hormone replacement therapy. Oh. Which you do during menopause, that can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um obesity um oh alcohol that one hmm. goes in yeah alcohol is a big i got trained on that in the in those fetal alcohol classes i was on but like that's what's bullshit is because like alcohol companies will market for breast cancer when like alcohol is one of the biggest known like it's a major cause of breast cancer wow yeah um don't and- buy pink vodka bottles and don't do it don't do it don't do it also if you have if you had your first pregnancy after age 30, you've never breastfed or you've never had a pregnancy to full term, it increases your risk. It just seems like there's All a lot sorts of, of Yeah, you just get it. I was reading this list and I was like, wow. If you're a woman. Yeah. I mean, one, if you're saying. One in eight. One in eight. That's crazy. Yeah. So, but we're. I feel like we're aware. Have your doctor? I got taught about the screening. Like when I've gone for like a pap smear, they they've well when they're doing it, they like talk you through it. I'm pretty sure we learned about it in health class. Well, you, yeah, you were in a more advanced health class than I was. (laughs) Like I remember, I remember (laughs) learning about, and they're like, lift your one arm up, and then yeah, they were like, touch your touch your boob circle around, and they're like, you could do it in the shower. Super easy. Yeah. And I mean, you're probably already around there anyway, but, you know, just pay extra attention yeah. to it. Um, but that's, you know, screening. Did you find, I found like there was like mixed results about whether screening saves lives or like how many lives it saves. It didn't seem like it actually is like a huge, huge difference mm-hmm. um, in the number of people that it saves. But so I guess like finding the cure is, is the... the- yeah and that's that's the thing can we go into the yeah we susan can find we can find G. out about Coleman. susan we Su- speculated about her in episode 18 <laughs> we did yeah susan um so her whole organization pink ribbon is like what is fighting for the cure everything's for the cure they have this um slogan trademarked and they will sue other cancer companies for using it <sighs> it's insane did and you so see one was mush for the cure. It was going to be an idea. What are you I, mushing? It was like a iditarod, like with the dogs, like a oh, dog. Mush, mush, mush. Yeah, yeah. Everything for sued, the cure. They okay, 
But bitch, if you're talking about for the cure, this is where we go into the fucking <laughs> statistics of what actually is being spent in your organization. Only 20%, actually in 2017, but they went up to 28%, is going actually to research and development. But your number one like mission statement, the number one thing they say is we're actively looking for a cure. We're going to cut breast cancer rates by 50% in 2026. If you say that is your main mission statement, that is what your money should be going towards. But it ain't. It is. And you're suing other people, other people who are right. fucking I, I know they want to cure cancer. I forgot what kind of cancer it was, but one they, was lung. I saw a lung, lung cancer. Yeah. And some of them were other yeah. breast cancer. But like why are you in competition? Exactly. I mean, and why do you care? For the cure? I mean, could we not say, isn't there a race for the cure of Corona? Like, aren't we there trying to be. get there? We should be. Operation Warp Speed. Warp Speed for the cure. I don't know <laughs> if we should all be running together, though. And, like, sweating and, like, sweating no, on each other. That can't be good for no. any kind of cures. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And Susan, the Susan G. Komen Foundation was started by her sister. Mm-hmm. Susan's sister, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy. Nancy Komen. No, she's Brinkler. And she... And she promised her dying sister in 1980 that she was going to find the cure. Wait, Nancy Brinkler is her sister? Oh, shit. Okay, then we're getting into some real shit with her fucking salary. (laughs) Because Okay, I didn't know that was her sister. That's her sister. So I read the whole story, the whole traumatic story. Apparently, her sister was diagnosed. Susan was diagnosed Mm -hmm. in 1980. well i guess it was still the 70s because she Mm. was she had it for three years when she was 33 she fought it for three years had surgery chemo radiation and then she died and then two years later in 1982 um she started the susan g komen foundation which makes what you're about to say even worse yeah um (laughs) so 2012 we ran into some problems um the found oh well this is the very beginning this is the foundation announced that they're pulling grants for breast cancer screenings from Planned Parenthood um and of course like right wing and Christians were like yeah way to go we love it right and they were trying to like expose (laughs) the organization then yeah for being linked to abortion they say but then like within 24 hours because they received so much backlash obviously um they took it back um but the she was the ceo at the time nancy brinker and her salary was raised in one year 64 percent and she was making um a year yes and that's apparently like way. I mean, I know we don't necessarily have a concept of like what those people get paid, but that's like. But way like, out if of you know, scope. like nonprofit people don't get fucking paid, right? A when lot. they're giant, they like the Red Cross, which is the biggest organization, which is like ten times as large dollar wise. They their CEO makes five hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. I get sketched out in these big organizations, period. Like, if you're going to donate to a charity, you should look it up because it'll put Most it definitely. online. Like, what percentage? And, of course, administrative costs are a thing. I mean, it costs money. You have to have staff at your nonprofit. Mm-hmm. That can't be nothing. But this, 674000 Just for her. Wow, for I didn't her. know she was the sister, dude. She's the sister slash founder. That's why she didn't. She took forever to resign. Yeah. Oh, but she's still, like, 
involved. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I was like really like trying to like struggle to read this shit because it was like, oh, she stepped down. Now she's a volunteer, but she still made um, 137,000 um, in like 2017. Oh, no, no, no. She made 397,000 in 2017. What? Even though she is on the record as being a just a volunteer, volunteer, a top volunteer. Wow, who knew that you would get paid for that shit? Yeah, um, that's a lot of fucking money, dude. Yeah, I started to dive a little deeper on Nancy because I was like, "What the fuck is up with her?" Well, I guess it's not Nancy. You know, we're we're kind of smearing Nancy's name. Oh, well, yeah, Nancy. No. Nancy the- is the. F- Sorry, I'm confusing. Susan is. Yeah, let's not smear Susan. Sorry. She's been dead for Sorry, years. Susan. But Nancy, she's the problem. <laughs> Nancy. She she is a problem she child. She actually um, is definitely a Republican. What a she shocker! She supports Donald Trump. Oh, she came out. Okay. She was being considered for the UN ambassador position after Nikki Haley resigned. She did not get it. Wow. And five for the five years running, they have hosted their annual event perfect pink party at trump's mar-a-lago resort jesus christ so this shit goes deep yeah and it's just like you know it's such a shame too because you see they're definitely the most everyone knows susan g komen we know the pink ribbon dude it's yeah marketing campaign fucking worked well and then they just license it to like anyone whether or not they're even giving very much money to the organization they can, or yeah, not. Yeah, they can give, like, I remember I was looking at, like, American Express, like, the minimum donation was, like, a penny, no matter what your uh, payment was. Yeah. And they only donate a penny for each, like, purchase. So, I mean, they just license it out, and the companies get these tax write-offs, and then they get the brand of, oh, we, we're, you know, we're, we're giving money to charity. We're doing a good thing. We're a good company. But really, they're preying on like marketing to women like they're trying to make Mm -hmm. it seem like they're their friends even when the products are cancer causing that's the fucking shit about it they actually uh the parfume yeah the parfume who the fuck makes breast cancer perfume so crazy like i'd like to smell like a survivor i mean what's the i don't know what the i don't know what the that would be oh we could make that commercial yes smell like a survivor survivor so yeah, they made a perfume, <laughs> I guess, that was had cancer causing ingredients. Yeah. And then they they took it back though, which was good. Right. Um, they're like, "Oh, this is probably not a great idea." Their vast the vast majority of their money goes to their quote-unquote education, which is like these campaigns, these marketing raising campaigns, awareness. Awareness. Like, we fucking no. That's yeah, it's like forty it's, more than forty percent. And of they were their saying funds. like it's actually problematic, like without the information to back it up. Plus mm-hmm. like breast cancer actually gets a lot more attention than other kinds of cancer. Um mm-hmm. and truly like breast cancer is most deadly when it spreads and metastasizes. And then today actually we're recording this before um we're on the thirteenth. Today is the one day a month that they have um, designated for metastatic breast cancer. So it gets one day out of the month, out of the whole awareness, even though it's the most deadly kind. And like the organization's been known to not show 
people who have metastatic breast cancer and their marketing because it's all like the whole like survivor mentality yeah. and then it's all like, like you rah, can beat rah, it yeah but like there's also really hard and sad like and truth to this difficult. because we don't have a cure right yeah and, holy shit and so they won't like represent those people and they've even like shut them down in message boards and stuff and they're like don't scare we don't want you to scare the other Whoa. people and it's like but that's their truth and you know they're silencing survivors yeah well or people who are less yeah. likely to survive i guess is wow. is really um the part of it. So today there's there um there's another organization called Metaviver that is like do lighting up everything. Their their ribbon is like three colors, pink, blue and green maybe. Hmm. Um and there's like buildings all over the country that are being lit up at them to like bring awareness to that group specifically, which is the most impacted and where the research is like really needed. Yeah. So we're really disappointed in you, Nancy. Yeah. So what we've been talking about is coined as pink washing, which is similar. There's a lot of pink tax, a lot of pink. Yeah. Just we're ladies. We this love pink. Like this one seems this especially one's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean the so the Susan G. Coming Foundation has a history of all this <laughs> bullshit. Like 2010 were buckets for the cure. Which is so ridiculous, which is the KFC marketing campaign um, for breast cancer. And they had pink uh, chicken buckets. Wow. and Which, as we noted, Chi uh, yeah, that, you know, that can, I'm sure that that's not helping in the fight well, against. Not that it just like contributes to obesity, right? Because right. like eating fried chicken every day is not healthy. But KFC chicken is known to contain uh, carcinogenic chemicals. Surely. No one knows what's in that breading. I still haven't decided, because I'm a vegetarian, Buckets if, for the cure. if I'm going to go get the the fake KFC meat. They have fake. Oh, they have fake meat? Yeah. They have, like, you know, they do the Impossible Burger, Burger King. Yeah. They're dude, I would wonder if it's, like. Meat. It better be fried in a different fryer. That's what I'm thinking. Off, I don't think it nasty. is. I don't think they're taking that precaution. Because that That's happens. what I would assume. There's a place that I really love. I won't name their name. I mean, I love I love that the business exists, but the best wing place in Asheville that you also love. Yes. But they have mac and cheese balls, but they make their, I mean, it's very clear to me as a vegetarian that the mac and cheese poppers, you know, they're just all made in the You're same fryers. You're not changing out the oil. Well, it's of course, fine. of course they're not, but I'm saying I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. As long which as is understandable. Know. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure KFC is not. You know, you know they are fucking. Do they separate that. the buckets? What color bucket do you get for the vegetarian? I really vegetarian doubt it. one. What if you didn't know the difference? Oh, that's my nightmare. <laughs> so yeah, KFC. Uh, also, it's just weird to me. Like, I don't know. I get. I don't. I'm not a vegetarian for even for health reasons. But it does seem crazy to me. That, like all these fast food places are like here. Like yeah. I don't. I haven't been waiting my whole life to eat dog shit. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's not what I've been aspiring to. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that that's there. I can just, I just feel like it's, it sneaks on too. Like, I feel like it's on household products. Like, oh, they do sneak it on. Yeah. you you pick up a bottle of soap and there's like a pink ribbon on there. I've had pens. I've had, mm -hmm. I remember actually when I was ordering my office supplies, um, which was the only one of my only joys in my accounting job, they just hand me like the big book 
the most. Aww. And they're like, you, you pick, pick it out. out. That's cool. What you want. But then, of course, I did want pink ones because, like, I wanted. <laughs> I'm a lady. Well, I just wanted, like, my office to have a little bit Some of color, color because yeah. it's so drab. If that, if I could have had teal or whatever, I would have loved that, too. But I'm not. I don't just need, like, navy and gray. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's what the whole rest of the shit already looks like when you're an accountant. <laughs> so I was like, I'm getting the red stapler and the breast cancer awareness um, notebook printed uh, on recycled paper. I was is that true either? I have so I don't many, know. So many questions, dude. This was the worst one though. I felt like 2014. You hear about this one? The Houston-based oil field uh, services Baker Hughes produced a thousand pink drill bits that were used to break up that were used in fracking. Ah, uh, frack that right? Oh, drill God. bits. You're gonna make pink drill bits for the cure, and you're gonna frack for the cure. Biden would love that. Like oh we should let Biden God. know. Why the fuck? Listen, Biden they... is not going to take away fracking. Like, he loves first fracking. Of all, how many voters could possibly have fracking jobs in the country? That shit the... is not happening. Like we're in a pandemic. I don't think a lot of fracking is going on right uh, now. I mean, it's it's alarming how deeply they've been pro fracking. We like, love it. You do. You just avoid it. Why don't you avoid that? Like the Supreme Court nomination question. Yeah, you did a good job. You skip sh- popping and you should do around that. There. That's yeah. better. I appreciate no, that. But they want to say we love fracking. Don't worry. Joe Biden loves fracking. He loves the police. Yeah. He's so lucky. We're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> but you- yeah, but fracking obviously causes insane health uh, problems. Cancer number one. People have seen. I'm sure you've seen like the two documentaries about fracking that came out came out like four years ago, three years ago about the fucking water being on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, insane. That's so crazy. Yeah. And we don't know like how fracking could be destabilizing the fucking was, like tectonic the world. Plates. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the most disturbing part. And like <laughs> so we crazy. had because sinkholes. I mean, 2020 has been really crazy so far, but we had an earthquake here and like we mm. haven't. I slept through it, or I wasn't. Yeah, aware I definitely of it. slept through but, it. But I mean, it was big in in Charlotte. I think it was I like heard, um, yeah. like five or six on that Richter scale. Um, so that's fucked up. It's probably because we're fracking. It's we definitely because frack. fracking. I mean, it doesn't even make sense to continue with fossil fuels and why. But basically, they were saying that like cause marketing is like a whole portion of you know marketing that you can choose to do, and it is two pronged. One when it has the the ribbon or the pink then mm-hmm. it can make more people buy it right but then also it creates goodwill with your customer base so they'll be like oh you know yo play yeah this company yeah yo, you know yo play has breast cancer Comp- company loyalty and so they do one thing and you're like oh they're a good company but then they'll probably yeah you can't know. like commodify yeah the like any kind of cause i don't think i don't think that's ethical you know to do that specifically and i mean it happens with other i mean i think we're seeing more too with like lgbt mm-hmm. stuff like that's the new definitely wave and obviously black lives matter has been like commodified in some pretty weird ways mm-hmm. that i'm not okay with at all uh i felt really i personally felt super weird about because it it's like i wanted to say something on my business page like one well I mean I just didn't post anything for a long time right because I was like what but then I I just decided on nothing because I felt like because you don't want it to seem like you're marketing and you're like I'm your 
right. BLM realtor. Right. I'm your Antifa favorite Antifa realtor. You should do that one. I know. I like that, that one. one would be fun. Um, so yeah, you, you definitely like need to keep be aware. And if you want to give money, then you should give money directly to uh, better organizations because in Charity Watch. Susan G. Komen only has a C plus rating. Mm -hmm. That sounds like, you know, a mediocre guy who's going to become your boss's grade. Yeah. Um, so you could give money to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, um, MetaViver, which focuses more, you know, primarily, I believe 100% of their funds go to research on metastatic breast cancer. Nice. Um, there's Breast Cancer Prevention Partners. And the National Breast Cancer Coalition Fund. Um, if you want to read more, we'll put the link in our show notes. But um, thinkbeforeyoupink.org. Oh, I like that. What a catchy yeah. website. There's also curecomen.org. They go to the race for the cure. Like that happened. Because I, I think people probably heard of that, right? Like it's actually a race. That Yeah, that's a big thing. Uh, it started in like in 1983 and so they show up at the events this these cure Komen people and then they ask people how much money do you think goes to breast cancer research hmm. and then they tell them the real truth and then upset them you know because everyone's just out there like in their pink yeah you know going crazy because it's so misleading I mean I like the idea like I understand if you're gonna fundraise like you do have to have something kitschy I mean it's a shitty thing to say but like you do have to market yourself as an organization. Sure. Uh, but I think that they have taken it. But if you're if you're marketing far. yourself as like for the cure and actually like Not um, suing other people for, who for are using to find it, the cure. And then your actual research is like twenty percent of your income. That's uh that's yeah. not accurate. That and you need to be called out for that. That ain't right. Um, you can also just go to charitynavigator.org and they have a list of four star um, rated uh, breast cancer charities. And like I'm a big fan, honestly. I really like the new way um, that fundraising is happening. I've had some recent nonprofit experiences that have made me kind of rethink how these organizations operate because they can get very bureaucratic mm -hmm. um, and they can be very problematic. And um, especially when we're talking about like where we're going to shift funding, like let's say if say we were going to remove it from the police and put it into other places. But what I like. What? What a wild idea, Grace. I like about <laughs> the I like the idea of just the direct Venmo. Like if you know mm -hmm. somebody who's struggling with breast cancer, see how you can help. Cook them a meal. Yeah. Send money to their family. Like, that's a, that's a hard time. And I will say, like, it does seem like we have come a long way in terms of being able to acknowledge and talk about breast cancer. Yeah. Because in the early 1950s, the New York Times would not publish the words breast or cancer in their organization. Wow. So, so yeah, so this organization did some good. They did raise awareness, right, when it needed to happen. But I think awareness has been raised yeah. significantly. We're so aware. Let's let's focus on the the actual cure. Right. And and getting like access to the resource, you know, getting resources to the people mm -hmm. who need, you know, who are at risk for it and who may not 
you know, have access to the health. I mean, that's just, I guess then we just work on improving healthcare. Yeah. Um, and also like, it's really, it's another problem because they have, you know, like they kind of like sexualize boobs yeah. in the whole mark. Like you were saying, like, I love boobs. And then I heard boobies. They'll yeah. show all the pictures. Like sometimes they'll be like these, you know, low cut shirt, sexy ladies mm-hmm. on their marketing and shit. And you're like, OK, well, like that's not the face of right. Like breast cancer is not hot to look at. And so, like, maybe we should stop trying to make it hot and sexy because mm-hmm. it's not hot and sexy, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I th- think there's also another perspective on it. Like, maybe women who have had cancer and are in recovery, like, still want to feel like they're, well, you know, sexual beings. Like, no, that's you different. Right. That's, but that, and that's important. Mm-hmm. But, like, they obviously like take that shit off of Facebook like when right. women are trying to show like when they have the you know the nipple tattoo situation oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and stuff like that like definitely empower that all day yeah. yeah and like I hope that you know once you go through this journey you can you know continue to love or appreciate your body yeah. you know um at the end of it but like you can't just I don't know but when they're just like boobs like I don't right I see what you're saying and when like is a that marketing for us campaign. also like is that you know save the tatas like mm-hmm. you know is that for us or is that like bro is that like some bro in bros. a marketing department who made that up that's what I'm saying guys I have the perfect idea yeah save, <laughs> hear me out save the tatas <laughs> boobs forever <laughs> that was good <laughs> okay well yeah that's uh that, that, that wraps I, it up for yeah us i think that's it week. uh early voting is taking place in many states across the country here in north carolina it begins thursday on thursday when this episode will air Woo! so get out there and vote come on Harris is, she's yeah. coming here <gasps> you see that? she's coming here thursday yeah we should try to go see her where's she gonna to, be at I don't it's on it's not announced yet oh okay I've tried to go see every person who's come to speak I know here. I tried to go see Bernie bro and I couldn't oh Bernie bro Mike got to see her from like him him from a distance sorry I'm so I'm so <laughs> not on the first uh, on, on having the first uh woman in the White House it set. is pretty dope oh she and she's a badass yeah she yeah. really is I mean I'll take her any day of the week uh, out of, you know, I mean, no matter what, we're going to end up with and she, more of the same. But she is more yeah. progressive. She mm-hmm. was against fracking. I at know. At one point. At one point. Yeah, I'm gonna, I know. I'm going to just message she says, her. Joe loves fracking. Save the tatas. Ban fracking. Maybe I'll come with a sign oh, to her. She might love that. Yeah. Frack fracking. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Yeah. Vote early. Vote often. <laughs> we'll yeah. see you next week. Bye. Wow.